0: Hello and welcome to The Other Side of Fear. I'm Emily Kesterson. Thank you so much for being here. So today's episode is called How to Stop Settling in Your Relationship. And I know because I've fucking been there and I totally get it and I see this all the time. Women have such, it seems like, you know, breaking that cycle of super toxic relationships, either a cycle of having toxic relationship after toxic relationship or just staying and settling in the same relationship with the same toxic person and just not being able to get out of it. And so I see this all the time and obviously I went through the same thing being in my marriage. So ultimately what we're talking about though is the comfort zone. We're talking about that safety net. We're talking about that feeling of security. So yeah, our relationships are a problem and it's a mirror to what's happening internally but ultimately in a deeper level we're talking about a personal fear of being alone a personal fear of not feeling safe and not feeling secure and fear of the unknown i mean there's so many fears that that play a part and then of course it manifests in every area of our life one of them being relationships so we settle in our relationships because we just don't feel like we're worthy of anything else so for me in my marriage, I got with my ex-husband when we were 15, and we had been friends, so I'd known him for for a long time because we went to school together, and you know, just right from the beginning. I just, I was so afraid of being alone. I grew up in the church and I really wanted to wait to have sex until I was married. That was a big deal for me. That was something that mattered to me. It was something I had decided. And so my belief was that, well, men just want sex. So nobody's going to want to be with me if this is my belief, right? And so the only one that's going to want, the only people that are going to want to be with me are other Christian men or whatever. So I just really had this belief that being Because of that standard that I had set up and it wasn't right or wrong, like not having sex before you're married, it can be a great thing. It can also be a really toxic thing, right? So it's not right or wrong, the belief, but because my belief was rooted in so much pain and so much fear, it caused a lot of pain in my life. And so I really felt like love was scarce. Like I, as soon as somebody accepted me for me, I was going to have to hang on to that. And I found that with my ex-husband, like from the beginning, we had a really codependent relationship you know, I was, my dysfunction was meeting needs of his and his dysfunction was meeting needs of mine. Right. And so it was just super codependent from the beginning. And I knew it, it didn't light a fire in my soul. I knew it wasn't passion. I knew I just felt, I remember my mom saying, since you've gotten, you know, when we started dating, since you've been with him, you have just gotten so much more mature and so much more grown up. And I'm, and now looking back, I'm like, the fucking fire was just burning out inside of me. And that was my choice. It was wasn't nobody forced me into that but I just felt like like I've always had this really wild and I guess kind of rebellious and just curious side of me and adventurous and I felt like that was super destructive that was what I was taught right like those the desire all the desires that I had and just like the wild nature that that was destructive and so and so that freaked me the fuck out I didn't want to like burn my life to the ground so I totally went in the opposite side because I didn't know how to harness that in a really love way to produce love out of that. Now I know how I can be all of the things. I can be wild and adventurous and kind of rebellious and just, but still have that like introverted part of me and still love to be alone and still love, you know, and I, and I talk to my partner about this all the time. Like sex to me is so intimate. It's such a personal and vulnerable experience so to me the way that I express that is I could never imagine like just having a one night stand and it's not right or wrong like I have friends that they they have more casual sex you know like they're okay with having casual sex and it works for them it's fine like there's no you know but to me I just have always felt like it's such a it's just different that the way that I view it is just different and that's okay but I didn't know how to express myself in a really powerful yet grounded way and so i thought i had to choose one or the other Well, i chose the safe route and so obviously then i settled into that relationship and eaten through so many red flags and through so much pain and so many ups and downs and breakups and whatever I was not listening to my intuition. I was not following my heart. I did not have the balls to really stand up for myself. And so it ultimately led to me settling, you know, it led to me making a decision that was, did not feel good to me. Obviously then the whole thing crashed and burned and it didn't take that long. I understand what it means to settle and I understand how it feels to settle because in the middle of my relationship, I mean, it's not like it was always hell. Like I would say the resounding feeling in my my life was I was fine I was generally happy right I didn't feel alive I didn't feel fulfilled I didn't feel excited I didn't feel connected you know but I felt okay and I felt kind you know I had moments of happiness and I even look back with my ex-husband and there was moments like I there's certain memories that I have or that are really funny to me or like really you know beautiful moments so it's not like that it's not like overall it was just like this dark cloud and it was hell and so I totally understand when women go back because you 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 compartmentalize you rationalize oh I guess it wasn't that bad and I did that too you know when the marriage ended I was just like was it really that bad because right now feels like hell leaving the relationship feels like utter hell so going back to it and just sinking back into I would do anything just for the just for the peace right I would do anything just to go back to my my comfort zone because I felt so fucking uncomfortable like the band-aid had been ripped off but I knew I couldn't I knew I couldn't go back I knew I mean I would just I would have been a dumb motherfucker if if I went back, but I just knew I'm like, this is my out. This is my chance. This is my second chance. And I frequently thank God for second chances. I mean, when I look at my relationship with Craig, I'm like, God damn, like second chances are so fucking beautiful, you know, but I didn't have to go through all of that to get to the love. I didn't have to go through hell to get where I'm at. That is the way my story panned out. And honestly, that is the way a lot of people's story pans out, but not everybody has to blow up like mine did. So I totally understand understand the comfort zone. I understand why. So there is no judgment. I fucking get it. But you don't have to live like that. If you haven't listened to my podcast from last week called the dark night of the soul, you have to go back and listen to that because I talk about the discomfort and I talk about those dark moments where you're just like, this is the end. I don't think I'm ever going to get out of this. I don't see a way out. I don't see how this is going to work out for me. And I remember laying in bed several different times, begging God had to just please take my pain away that's how much pain I was in that's how fucking uncomfortable it was so I get it I understand I understand the discomfort but you cannot get to the other side without going through it so you have to rip the band-aid off you have to be willing to say I fucking matter how I feel matters how my happiness fucking matters my freedom matters I mean seriously it's one of the most important things to me now is that I feel free and that I free myself meaning I don't grudges I don't harbor unforgiveness because that doesn't feel fucking free when I have negative thoughts towards myself or negative beliefs towards myself that doesn't that doesn't make me feel free I literally picture myself like running through a flower like a field of wildflowers, and just with the sun on my face and just just in that moment it's like I feel so fucking free so if anything in my life doesn't align with that I don't I'm not available for it anymore because it's too painful it's too fucking painful but you have to go through the pain you you have to go through the discomfort you have to go through and I talked about this in the dark night of the soul the labor the labor analogy when you're going through labor you have to go through that intensity you your uterus has to contract when you're birthing a baby you have to relax and open up you ha, you know it's just it's the process there's no getting around it you know talking about natural labor obviously not a c-section but just in in terms of nature there's no getting around it so you have to go through that to get the reward to get that gift that's on the other side but it, you don't have to make it so fucking miserable and so painful i'm not saying you have to suffer, but I am saying you have to feel the discomfort. And so for those of you that are settling in your relationship, you only, you can decide that that's not okay. Nobody can tell you, right? Like nobody gets to make that decision for you. You are the creator of your reality. You are the creator of your life. You get to decide if that's the relationship you want to be in. uh, No, great. Go for it. But if you don't feel connected, if you don't feel like you can be yourself, if you feel like there's no more room for you to grow in that relationship, then only you can decide to make a change, but you have to be willing to walk through the growing pains. You have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to feel lonely for a minute. I am going to feel scared for a minute. I'm going to feel fear of the unknown. I'm going to feel some things because obviously you didn't get into that situation because things were great. If you're settling in your your relationship, it's because you got some fucking shit to work out. And so you're going to have to work that shit out if you want to break that cycle. And this is where women get hung up because it feels too hard and they give up it feels too hard because they don't want to face I feel alone I feel scared of being rejected I feel unloved I feel unworthy they don't want to face that and they don't want to sit with that in order to heal it so what do we do we go back and we settle for everything that we said we didn't want and I'm telling you you're never gonna get love out of that you're never gonna get you're never gonna reach your full potential when you're making decisions like that because if you're you're making decisions like that in your relationship I know sure as shit you're making decisions like that in every area of your life I know sure as shit you're not setting boundaries with family members and with friends I know sure as shit you're not taking risks with your business and with your or with your job I know sure as shit you're not living your dream in every other area if you're settling in your relationship because ultimately it comes back to one belief and that belief is I am not worthy so for me I was so fucking afraid of being alone I felt so alone my whole life. I felt I just had this belief that I am unsupported, that I am alone and it w- created problems for me, right? And it wasn't just my relationship. It was so many other things, but I had to resolve that. I had to sit with that, you know? And and when that pain, when the pain of my broken beliefs bubble up to the surface and manifests in physical issues, relationship issues, money issues, whatever, I'm like, well, fuck, I created that. And if that's my belief, Belief, my subconscious belief that's running the fucking show, then how do I expect? There's no fucking way if I didn't set standards in my relationship for what I want that I would be able to do it in my business. There's no fucking way. I would not be here today. There's no way that if I'm not willing to have hard conversations with Craig, that I'd be willing to have hard conversations with other people because it's a self worth issue. And absolutely, when I have a hard conversation with Craig, I'm afraid. I have definitely felt, you know, as I'm like, dude, I was okay with that before, but I'm not now. Or, you you know, that was working before, but it isn't now. And, you know, we've had some hard conversations. I have been afraid that he's not going to be okay with that. There is that fear and there. And the reality is maybe he could walk away. But I have to be so fucking solid and I have to care about myself so, and my happiness so much that I'm willing to walk away from things that aren't serving me. And then luckily for, not luckily, but because I'm in an, in a relationship where we're both so open and we have so much respect for each other. He, we listen to each other, you know, and he rises when I rise and I rise when he rises and I, you know, and, and that's a beautiful part about speaking your truth. And I just feel so fucking free. I feel so free to be myself. I feel one of the first things that I felt with Craig was I felt wholly accepted for who I am. I felt like I could be myself. I could just fucking breathe. And that was one of the things that attracted me to him was, I just felt like I could, you know, take a breath and that I could just be myself. And he would, and he would love the wild side of me. And then the really calm side of me, I have a really calm side. I'm actually tend to be more introverted than extroverted. And I like to fucking be alone. I actually, there are certain days where I'm like, can you go hang out with your friends so I can be alone? Like that fuels me that I love to read. I love silence. I prefer, silence. So there's a side to me that really is quiet and calm. But then there's a side of me that is fiery and feisty and fucking knows what she wants and is willing to just fuck shit up. And I have both sides and both sides are so fucking beautiful. And I felt like I could be both with him. I didn't feel like I was too much for him, you know? And I didn't have to dim my light to make him feel better or because he wasn't willing to rise. And ultimately in the relationship, if you're in a relationship where you have to dim your light, where that person is not okay with who you are, they're not going where you're going, you have to start asking yourself some really fucking hard questions. How much does your happiness matter? Where are you settling in other areas, not just your relationship? And this is, and I get it, it feels hard, but- you're never going to get the miracles if you're not willing to go through the hard thing. And this is where a lot of women quit. This is where a lot of women drop out because they're just too fucking afraid of being alone. They're too afraid of facing their demons and facing their darkness. And it's not anybody else's problem. So when I talk to women on like on on breakthrough calls, they're like my husband this, my partner, this, I'm like, we're not even fucking talking about your partner. We're talking about you because you chose to be with him. And that's the fucking problem. And so we have to start bringing it back to ourselves. It's like, fuck, if I don't like the way something's looking in my life I have to be willing to say why am I in this situation and how can I change it if I really want to change it and I know if you're listening today it's because you really want to change it you wouldn't be still hanging in here if you're like fuck this like I know my husband's a problem (laughs) you know like you wouldn't still we wouldn't be attracted to each other you wouldn't still be here and this is a game changer when I was able to walk away from my marriage like it was so toxic that I kind of what it would have been stupid if I stayed because of the series of events that had happened and I you know and I didn't even know the full story yet but it would have been stupid if i stayed but even then knowing the things that i did know where i should have just been like bye motherfucker i still had such an attachment to that comfort zone it felt like home the toxicity and the manipulation and the pain and the abuse it felt like home It felt comfortable to me. So I realized in order to really cut the tie, meaning yeah, we were separated, but like there still was an emotional attachment in order to really fully break that. I had to physically separate myself. I had to say no more coming into my apartment, no more calling, no more texting, right? I had to really separate myself and rewire my brain to a new, I had to create a new home for my brain. And that new home became peace and stability. And and then when he would come around, I was just like, fuck, this is gnarly. I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. And then obviously, the more I, I shifted my emotional home, the further apart we got. And then I was able to see things for what they really were. And I was able to look really objectively at it. But it's so hard to look objectively at something when you're emotionally intertwined. And so, in your relationship, if you feel like you're settling, you are emotionally intertwined. You have an emotional attachment to the situation. So, you really have to zoom out and look at it and say, Man, if this was my daughter, would I be okay with this? If this was my best friend, would I be okay with this? What would I tell her? And if If you have kids, And you look at your relationship and you say, man, this is not what I want for my daughter. Well, I'm going to tell you something. She is going to follow what you, your example, what you're doing, not what you say. It doesn't matter. You can say, oh, you can have everything you want. You can make your dreams come true. You deserve a man that takes care of you. Well, they're going to see the way your man takes care of you, the way your man treats you, the what, what you allow. And that's what they're going to mimic. That's what they're going to mirror. And that was a huge wake up call for me. I would say that was the biggest wake up call for me was when I realized, well, obviously when I realized I was responsible for my life. I was like, well, fuck, this is new news. I can't be a victim anymore. But then it was I felt like I was attract. I was attracting really low level dudes. Like I kept attracting dudes that were like fucking mentally ill, like so low, so manipulative. And so it hit me. I was like, I was like, why am I attracting these men? And why am I attracted to this? And I was just like, gross. What the fuck? And that's when it really propelled me forward. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna get into a fucking another fucking relationship, and I'm gonna just totally ruin my kids. You know? Like I, I, I just felt like I don't want to be that person that has just man after man after man in my kids' life. Like, that's not okay with me. I'm going to ruin them. And it really, it's, it's, it really propelled me for, I was like, I'm not going to fucking go down like this. There's no fucking way I'm going down like this. And so I was like, I got to figure out how to change this shit. And I did. And that's really moved me forward. So if you're settling in your relationship, it's because it's comfortable, it's because it's your emotional home, and you're afraid. Every single time, that's why. So if you wanna change, if you're really serious about changing your reality, you have to be willing to do the uncomfortable thing. You have to be willing to say, I am ready to take this leap. I am ready to do the healing work. I'm ready to take ownership of my life. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. I'm ready to do this because I'm not showing my kids this toxic cycle. And I'm worthy of more. I'm worthy of being happy. I'm worthy of being with my soulmate. I'm telling you guys, when I look at my life now, it's not perfect at all. But I'm just on such a simple level. I'm like, my kids are so fucking happy and thriving. So happy so happy and thriving. And they're just like the funniest and cutest. It's just like, they're just amazing. And I have my partner and he's such a good dad and he's such a good person. And I'm just like, I am so fucking lucky. I got a second chance and I know it's not luck. I know I created this, but I, but still, I, I know that yes, it was me creating it in the sense that I had to open up and I had to heal and I had to shift my energy. But the ultimate gift is that God had my fuck and back, and the truth won every single time I decided to align with it, and love won every single time I decided to align with it. So God is no different for me than He is for you. The universe, source, whatever feels good to you, it's no different for you than it is for me. Love is love, and when you choose to align with love and you choose to align with truth, God has your back every time, every single time, and every single time it's scary as shit, and there is no safety net, and then you're free falling into the unknown, and absolutely it's scary. Yep, it's scary. So get used to it. But every single time the universe catches you, God catches you and love wins every single fucking time. And you are so worthy of experiencing this freedom and this joy and this peace. And it is something that I like tell Craig all the time. I'm like, this is what people, people would fucking die to have a relationship like this, not in a braggy way, but in a way like this feels so fucking good to wake up with your soulmate and to go to bed at night with your soulmate and to talk about the funny shit your kids did and the amazing goals you're meeting together and the dreams that you have And the life you're creating, life you've already created and, you know, and what's ahead. It's just, it's so fucking beautiful. And it's not, and I'm no more worthy of it than you are. You were born and so you're worthy of it too. It's a gift for everyone. The difference is I fucking decided I was willing to go through the dark night of the soul to get to this point. And every single time God had my back. And so I trust, I, my, my level of trust is greater than it's ever fucking been. My ability to trust and have faith and just go all in is stronger than it's ever been. And I feel more peace than I've ever felt. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to hide. I'm just myself. And I get to share this love and this truth with other women. Like, fuck, this is just fucking amazing and I'm so happy to be here so if you are settling in your relationship and you're like not today motherfuckers I'm not going down like this I am ready to take my life to the next level I'm ready to heal my shit take responsibility for my life I am posting a link to my free workshop and I want you to join my free workshop and I want you to learn these tools and these strategies that I'm teaching to help you get to equip you to start taking ownership of your life and face the shit that's in front of you I know you can can do it I know that you're capable just like I was and just like I am today just like everybody is right you can do this you have everything that you need right now in this moment and I'm going to teach you with some really simple tools how to start applying this to your life so join my free workshop I am going to comment a link in or post a link in the description of this podcast so you guys will be able to click on it and join right away so I love you so much thank you for being here and I will talk to you next week